Hi everyone, um, welcome to our Tech Talk. Uh, today's episode we are going to talk about 3D printing. Uh, 3D printing is a very uh, exciting subject, um, especially for me and Amit. Both of our background is um, uh, mechanical engineering, so um, you know 3D printing ties in very well with that. Um, it is also a, one of the newest manufacturing technology or the, or the concept of, of you know um, manufacturing an object. Um, you know this this method is relatively new. So um, yeah, I've, I've 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 done some 3D printing before. Amit also have some experience on that. So we thought that this is a very hot topic right now, and it would be really good to talk about talk about this. Um, you know, I think our viewers and listeners would would benefit greatly from 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 the knowledge and experience we have gathered from our you know various projects that we've been in, involved in. So yeah, 3D printing is a fascinating subject. Um, what, what what do you think about it? Uh, I mean, first of all, uh, thanks for the introduction <laughs> to the interesting topic. 3D printing yeah. actually is quite relevant, uh, and also because it's uh, it's now so cheap to get a 3D printer and start manufacturing uh, just in your home. That it's now accessible to everyone who wants to start printing something. And uh, mm -hmm. we already print at home. We print uh, papers, we print postcards, we print uh, cards, etc. So there is already, we already understand what printing is. 3D printing just adds a additional layer on top. You can now print in three dimensions instead of just uh, two dimensions, which is length and breadth. Now you can uh, print in height as well. And that's where yes. 3D printing is um, so um, advanced. And the reason it's getting so popular now is because the price has come down. Uh, anyone can buy the printer. The material cost mm -hmm. is very low. And you can create a lot of uh, rapid prototypes. So suppose you want to build a part in your home to fix something. And you don't want to buy it. Or it's not available in the market. You can actually print it. Customize it. Mm -hmm. Print it. And uh, then start using it immediately. Uh, in your house yeah and that's the power so yeah I mean I'm, I'm quite excited to talk about it <laughs> yes absolutely it's very powerful in terms of um, manufacturing technology it's very powerful and uh, as you said you know but so we could look at it from two different ways you know we have printing we know the concept of printing and we've always been doing 2d printing and now adding another third dimension um, enables us to create 3d objects rather than printing on a piece of paper and that's one way to look at it. The other way is manufacturing technology. You know, we've been using various methods, you know, historically to manufacture different objects, different products that we design. Um, but, you know, there has there there has been some limitation on the kind of product that we could manufacture. Uh, 3D printing is is a new method of um, you know, manufacturing something and it kind of opens the door to create some products which isn't possible to, you know, manufacture using other traditional methods. So yeah, it is very powerful and it is very interesting and um, the, the doors that it opens are, you know, and the opportunities that it creates are, are immense. So yeah, very, very excited to talk about it today. Indeed. Uh, so, so let's let's jump in uh, right away and let's uh, try to understand what do you mean by 3D. So, when we talk mm -hmm. about dimensions, we talk about length, breadth, and height. 
And as I mentioned, in a printer, you print on a piece of paper, which is still uh, just a piece of paper, just a different type of paper. Um, then you print books, uh, and then you print your uh, credit cards. So those are also printable. Mm -hmm. So you can print those cards. Uh, you can print your scan cards, ID cards. So those are also printable. But they are all yeah. having two dimensions, a length and a width. And you just print on top of it. Um, and uh, 3D printing just adds additional layers. So three dimensions stands for length, breadth, and height. So that's why it's 3D. Um, and uh, printing, because you are trying to uh, print something. So how printing works? Print actually presses something, uh, a image or a copy of something on a piece. So it's it could be a piece of paper, an ID card, a plastic, postcard, whatever. So you print something by pressing an image or a copy of that image onto that object. And that's printing. In 3D printing, actually, uh, you don't print a 3D object. You create an <laughs> uh, object layer by layer. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, you are also a mechanical engineer and you know how we used to work in uh, mechanical engineering workshops where we use a lathe machine and we put, uh -huh. a, a, say, cylindrical rod and then we use the lathe machine to create a screw out of it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but what's yes. happening in that process? Uh, you take a material and you subtract, right? So you subtract. Yes. And that's subtractive manufacturing. And in 3D yes. printing, you add. So it's additive manufacturing. So what's happening yes. is you're adding layer by layer. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll go into depth a bit more but i wanted to understand from your experience what uh, you think about this yes absolutely so yeah as you said you know there are subtractive uh, manufacturing methods and then there are additive ones um absolutely right the 3d printing is additive ones and um, you know in terms of uh, manufacturing uh, you know as you mentioned we had lead machines and then there was milling grinding various things these are all you know you, you start with a block of the material and then you take things away from it and then there are other things like cnc machines where you could also you know have quite detailed precise designs you know added onto it but again you know cnc machine kind of you know um takes away chips away the you know from from the original block of product but um i think one of the one of the reason um this additive manufacturing method you know um didn't you know it took some time to come to this stage is because of the material you know you need to have a material which is moldable but also becomes fixed becomes solid very quickly and in a way that is easily controllable so when it's soft you could mold it to shape however you want and then you know by the time you you, you are doing the next layer by that time the first layer or the you know previous layer has has to be solidified so it can hold the the layer on top of it so yeah uh, material um, you know uh, obviously advancement of uh, you know material technology has has enabled 3d printing to a degree as well um, so yeah I mean uh, as far as manu uh, manufacturing technologies goes this this is this is a completely new way of building things and uh, I'll give you an example actually so say for example you know if you want to build a, a sphere but you want to have another sphere inside a larger sphere 
So, you know, the only way you could do it is with 3D printing in, in one piece. So you could create half a sphere, um, two half spheres, and then join it by welding or whatever. But if you want the bigger sphere to be one piece, the only way you could build this with another sphere or another object inside it is by doing it with with 3d printing there is you know all, all other methods would require you to have two different pieces and then join them together they will there will never be you know one piece um you know for example cnc machine or even you know milling or grinding you know you, you might start with a cube and then you you know chip away to make it a make it a solid sphere but you know how would you make it a like a empty hollow sphere by chipping away if it was a solid block um, with 3d printing this kind of design is possible that wasn't possible at all before um, 3d printing also enables you to do some complex designs that would have been very difficult to do or very difficult not just uh, difficult but time-consuming and costly to do with other traditional you know uh, production method methods uh, for example, if you create want to create a mesh of something like you know, if, just for example, if you want to create a cube, but all you know, a, a hollow cube, but all the all the corners of the cube, how many corners are there? Eight corners. So if you if you want to connect all of these eight corners in a mesh to each other, um, you know, even if you uh, want to use uh, you know uh, traditional, if you use traditional method, you could potentially build it but it will be very costly and um, um, it would also be very time consuming and um, there might be various other weaknesses as well but with 3d printer you could you know create it um, exactly how you want the shape to be and it will create it with with no problems um, so yeah there are many many benefits of 3d printing actually I mean you know we uh, <laughs> uh, you know we're kind of diving into it but yeah I mean um, that's you know enabling different complex design is one of the unique benefits of, of 3d printer printing and then there is prototype building one of the things you know any any product designer would be you know really excited about is is to build their idea you know that is in their head to build it in 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 flesh and blood in in real life you know something that you can hold and touch and see whether it works in real life and how it interacts with the with the environment etc so for that you need a an you know a real life prototype and you know various other manufacturing methods you know using them you can create prototypes but some of them are so costly to create one product you know you if, if you're using like for example sand casting or you know you have to create a mold first and then creating that mold is very expensive and it has to be exactly the correct you know shape and size of that mold and then you can create a prototype and then after creating the prototype if you realize oh you know what i don't like this or you know it needs subtle tweaking of this corner or whatever then you have to create the mold all over again and that's again very costly and time consuming but with 3d printer you can just create a prototype you know you can just print it if you don't like it print it another one you know uh, with 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 the design amendments and the, and this is just the, just two of the benefits of the top of my head you know saving cost speed all of these things are also there 
Um, yeah. and, uh, and it's interesting that you touched about so many uh, concepts like CNC machines and etc. And I think it would be fair to say that we need to explain to our viewers and listeners what CNC machines are. So in traditional methods of manufacturing, a human would use to operate a machine uh, and they used to set uh, the tool at a particular distance from the object that has to be moved <coughs> or machined. Um, and then they used to operate that while, while the machine is moving. Um, with CNC, what happened is it's just automation. So automation of the task which the person used to do physically, now you don't need a human being. So it's an automatic control of the tool that mills the material to create an object. Mm -hmm. um, so that's computer numeric control, that's CNC machine. And uh, Rinath mentioned a couple of things, additive uh, manufacturing, creating an object inside an object, which actually is quite difficult. I think it's impossible to do from traditional methods because you have to, uh, um, I mean, create an object inside an object, which is like uh, crazy. I mean, people can do it. Like you can have something set up on a wax, which melts on its own. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's not possible with the traditional methods of manufacturing. So uh, when it comes to 3D printing, what Rinath mentioned was uh, layering. So you need a good material that fuses or gets solidified very quickly once it's uh, put in. So what happens is uh, the printing machine um, has a, a tube-like structure and it uh, gets the uh, material in the form of filaments or some liquid or something. And then it starts to, um, so it's like a toothpaste coming out of a tube. So slowly uh -huh, yes. the toothpaste is coming out as you press it and uh, then you move the tube so it creates a shape and the shape is uh, coming from a design and the design is something that we create in computers and uh, mm -hmm. Rinath had talked about it uh, that was um, 3D CAD so we talked yes. about AutoCAD and Autodesk Inventor where you can create uh, 3D designs and those mm -hmm. designs are broken by broken down by software into multiple layers so every uh, so suppose you have a cube you break it into layer by layer you break it into say two dimensional uh, layers mm -hmm. so you have a yes. 3d object and you break it into two dimensional layers so what does one layer of a cube look like it looks like a piece of paper and then if you yes. stack pieces of paper it becomes a cube so similarly yes. in 3d printing you take uh, the layer and you make the first layer using the tube so press it or it, it uh, pushes it out and then it moves in that direction and puts the material on um, on the base layer you need to have something uh, supporting the object and uh, once you lay the first layer then you move up and then you lay the second layer then you move up lay the third layer and you continue progressing upwards so it always starts from the bottom to the top and you finish at the top and as you progress upward uh, the layer below solidifies or gets fused and in the end you have yes. a product so it's it's kind of uh, amazing how people <laughs> thought about this whole idea i was like okay this is <laughs> so interesting and so fascinating Yes, absolutely. That's actually a really good way that you explained what 3D printing is. Actually, yeah, that, that, that is what we, um, that is one of the you know the the basic fundamental questions that you answered. That yeah, what is it and how how does it all work? Yeah, layer by layer, you know, each layer is you know a 2D 
print in a, in in one sense and then you know if you you know stack them up one after another and if you know you know how are their positions you know positioned layer by layer then you know you end up with a 3d object of it and uh, yeah the 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 crucial thing is the fact that it solidifies the layer as as it is as the you know the filament the toothpaste like consistency coming out of the tube um, as soon as you do the first layer by by the time you're move, moved on to the second layer the first layer, layer solidifies in in room temperature so it's like um you know if if um, uh, you know viewers and listeners if if uh, some of you have used glue gun um you know you might be familiar with 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 the glue so you know the glue itself is a solid you know tube and then when it goes through the glue gun it, it's heated so it it's then you know moldable consistency and then once you you know put it wherever you want it to apply it um after a few seconds it kind of solidifies and you know um, attaches the two things you're trying to attach but in in the case of 3d printing it's it's very similar it's 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 it just solidifies a little bit quicker in room temperature so you know it's heated the filament um, usually you know uh, plastic is used for it and then um, it just solidifies and um, you know holds you know holds holds the next layer yeah, yeah i think yeah that that's a good analogy a lot of people use a glue gun um, I've yeah. used it in my house, so you you get some uh, 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 glue and then you put it in a gun and then you spray it. So it's it, it, I think it exactly. And you're right, uh, the heat part I missed because you have to heat the element that you want to uh, use to create the object, and then mm-hmm. it uh, slowly cools down at room temperature, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, then it solidifies. And uh, it's interesting because most of the 3D objects will have kind of that pattern uh, on their surface. And you can see that very clearly because you see that everything has been created uh, using layers. The pattern that's created or the object that's created is not that smooth on the outer surface because you see the layering. Um, So I think you might have to do some additional processing. but. The advantage is you can create any possible design you can think of. As long as you can break the design into two-dimensional layers, you can create any object. It's I was, while you were speaking, I just thought we are already actually quite familiar with it um, in a medical um, field. MRI, the MRI scans, they are mm-hmm. all uh, two-dimensional scans of a particular part or organ of our body. Mm-hmm. So. We never see 3D scans of uh, our, say, lungs or heart. We always yes. see uh, the doctors, they see 2D scans and uh, they use uh, the MRI machine or the CT scan machine to create uh, multiple layers uh, or slices as they call it in medical terms. Yes. The reason I know this is because I've been to hospitals quite a lot. <laughs> Thanks to all the accidents. But um, yeah, I think uh, this is something which everyone might have observed if they have been to a hospital and if they have uh, accessed uh, MRI or CT scan machine, not accessed, but used it uh, in the sense that yeah. they create yeah. multiple slices of the image and they stack it to create a three-dimensional view of, say, your uh, ligament, your muscle, your tissue, anything. Exactly, slice is absolutely the perfect word to use because that's that's what exactly what it is. If you take it, uh, take a three D object, and if you just have one slice cut off from the middle, 
and then look at that slice from from the top that you'll be just looking at the 2d of that exact um, plane and you know if you just now reverse that process and you know add the slices back together then you you know end up in in, in engineering we call it cross-section I mean when when you yes. are cutting yes. off a of off a, off a 3d product and just want to see how it looks from one plane yeah the cross-section of product and then you know if you if you have that information and build you know layer by layer then you kind of reversing that process and ending up with the 3d object again so yes I mean that the the whole idea of doing it is actually quite uh, interesting because in industries and in other sectors people are using it to build cars people are using it to build rockets Elon Musk said that he wants to build his next rocket using 3D printing. Now, of course, there is a challenge because you are creating a huge object which should not have any material defect and it has huge amounts of fuel that should not explode. I mean, when it burns, it should not explode <laughs> inside it and the material yeah. should be able to withstand the pressure. So, of course, there are, there are challenges to overcome. But because it doesn't involve human intervention, uh, you can now create objects without... Um, you can automate the creation of mm -hmm. objects yes. and this automation uh, is not bound to your homes this this means that you can now create objects like a house so mm -hmm. um, yes. my wife's cousin he is actually studying um, construction engineering and uh, how to use uh, these concepts of automation and uh, other things and uh, they are now thinking, okay, if we want to create a house, every time we need human labor, what if we can print the house? So you cannot print uh, bricks, you cannot brick, uh, print concrete. So that's the challenge that they are trying to solve in university, how to print concrete. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, I think I have read an article. I think, you know, they, they are working on or maybe they have already created a prototype of, of a 3D printer which would uh, use concrete or cement as 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 the um, as the filament or as the as the material and they are looking at i think you know they have built a model house based on that and i mean it's it's the methodology it's the method of creating you know doing the 3d printing that's what's important and what material you use obviously that is modifiable you know if you want to create a small plastic toy you can create you know use use plastic for it if you want to be, build a house you have to obviously do the research and innovation to find the right material which would be suitable suitable for it but yeah i mean all of these other things are you know amendable modifiable and you know uh, you know uh, wait waiting for us to do the research and innovation to to come to it but yeah you can absolutely build houses and also um with, with the current current technological advancement in in actual 3d design you know relating to the talk we did earlier um you know now we can we have a better understanding of how to make a structure stronger using less and less material <clears throat> so yeah traditionally we've been building houses with cement but there could be other materials which are easily 3d printable you know it could even be some form of plastic not the not the maybe not the the moldable plastic but there are different um different types of plastic like abs plastic and th that kind of thing which are quite firm actually and with the correct design which distributes the load properly etc you could 
actually create you know quite big strong structures then who's to say that house has to be built by uh, by wood or cement I mean you know why not a newer material which is lighter and you know as long as it can hold um, you know uh, take the weight that is required and uh, you know um, you know protect you from external you know weather uh, incidents like rain and things like that um, then you know it's perfectly uh, you know a fine way to you know look into new ways to build houses but yeah yeah speaking of um, different application actually um, another thing I also heard of is now I think you know this is very cutting edge I think <laughs> I don't think if they've even um, success been successful yet but they are you know apparently there's been research going on to um, create human organs 3d print human organs yes. which will yeah. then you know um, be placed as 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 a uh, as a substitute for transplant uh, organ transplantation so yeah i mean you know using this methodology of manufacturing the 3d printing you know layer by layer you could you could do many things you know human organs you you might think oh wow how could that be possible but no it is you know there is research going on at as at this very moment so yeah it is it is very fascinating indeed indeed i mean i mean you just uh, like sh showed us the possibilities uh, or the limits of this technology like okay we can now create an organ and we don't have to <laughs> worry about those uh, so you, you know when people take implants um, uh, like a heart implant or a lung implant or a kidney ah, yes. they have to take medicine so that their own immune system doesn't attack the foreign organ because the organ doesn't yes. belong to them so they need to take immunosuppressant uh, medicines throughout their life it enhances their uh, life uh, it prolongs it but then they have to keep taking these medicines. But what if mm. the foreign object is inert? It doesn't react with anything. So our object, uh, so our body will not attack it. Con I mean, even if it attacks, it, it, it won't do any damage. And we can live uh, without taking any medicine. And that would be so transformational mm -hmm. for <laughs> every human being. Yes. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, quite interesting. The other thing I wanted to talk about uh, 3D printing is uh, the softwares. So now the, there are so many softwares which uh, people want to use. And uh, what we'll do is we'll mention the some, some of the softwares that people can use actually to slice their 3D designs. So you can take any design which you use in any design tool. Say you design some 3D object in say uh, Autodesk Inventor and you want to then uh, get the slices. The slices are uh, just basically the coordinates at which the machine should inject the material so it creates the whole object. So um, so what happens is in the 3D printing software the 3D design is broken into different slices and each slices has the coordinate and uh, what's the difference in the height um, from the base and uh, once we get all the coordinates it's fed to the machine so like you send a print file, you send print design and that design goes to the printer and the printer then starts manufacturing. And uh, like a printer, you don't have to stand there to wait for the print to come out. You can go have a cup of coffee, come back and the printer uh, prints the paper. Similarly, in 3D printing, uh, you can go, uh, go outside, do whatever you want, come back and maybe after a few hours, your design is ready. So yeah, I mean, these are some of the basics uh, that you need in actually um, 
if you want to start 3D printing because you need a printer, you need a software that talks to the printer, you need a 3D design mm -hmm. that's broken into slices by the software, send it to the printer and then you start printing. The other thing which um, Rinath mentioned is the material. So now we are at a stage where we have advanced manufacturing materials where we have uh, these plastics that are much more durable um, and um, you, Renat, you are, I, I, I think yeah, you're absolutely right. We don't have to build houses using uh, concrete and cement and bricks. And if we can build a house very quickly, then the advantages are that if uh, we have a cyclone-prone area and if suddenly it's been hit by a cyclone, we can re rehabilitate people by taking the printer there, taking the material, mm -hmm. manufacturing the houses there and there and ask people to start using it. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, um, obviously, there are benefits of maybe, I suppose, there are benefits of, um, you know, brick houses, but then, you know, th there are limitations as well. Um, but then, you know, those limitations are not limitations when you're 3D printing it using a, using a different material. For example, the cost and the speed, you know, yes. in, in, in a 3D printed house can be probably built in two days, where, whereas you know, a brick built house, you have to dry the cement, you have to do various other things to it. You know, all of these things are just taken out of the equation with 3D printing. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, it is um, it is really helpful in, in, in certain situations like, you know, uh, environmental hazard and that kind of stuff, it, it could be very useful. And then also, you know, like more, you know, underprivileged areas and uh, then poorer countries where, you know, uh, finding a place to live is, is um, you know, difficult, um, etc. Um, you know, or building a house like you know maybe even for you know you could create a village of homeless people where you know very quickly uh, you know a, a series of house was built and then you know given to to the homeless people and then you know a big big problem within various cities where you know there are a number of uh, people are without homes can be solved very quickly yes and uh, I, I want to mention another thing I mean you talked about uh, people uh, creating prototypes so uh, the, these are for all the startup founders who want to create a prototype. Me and Renat, we were just talking about creating something and we thought of sharing that if you want to build a prototype very quickly of uh, something to show to the uh, investors who want to invest in your company, then uh, you can uh, get a 3D printer, maybe just rent it for a few days, uh, create your prototype if you have the design ready in, a, in your software program and then get the object printed. Once you have the physical prototype in your hand, it's actually easy to convince people that, okay, at least you have something in physical form. It's not some idea that's sitting in your computer. Um, and uh, that's, again, quite helpful when you want to go out and get funding for uh, anything. Yes, absolutely. I mean, to be honest, I mean, I was actually waiting to uh, talk more, you know, 3D printing and product design. There just goes so much hand in hand. So, yeah, absolutely. I would add all the listeners and viewers that you know whatever idea you have this is something that you want to you know 3d printing is something you want to find out more about if you're anything to do with product design so first let me start with this like you know before you know half a century ago maybe you know there are a lot of creative people around us you know and you might come up with so many you know awesome cool ideas in your head and then you have no way of you know, realizing it, you know, no way to bring this idea into a reality, 
maybe it, it could be for many things it could be because you don't have the funding to create a prototype you don't have the expertise you need to to sort of you know maybe you did a product design but you know it, it needs to take uh, a weight you know it needs to support a weight and you don't know you don't have the mechanical engineering understanding whether it can take that weight or not but you you didn't have the necessary you know supporting tools to make that idea into a reality and one of the main thing is that you know when you build a prototype and so many ideas become solidified or you realize that that was a crappy idea to begin with but in order to do that you have to do this initial big investment to create a prototype you have to you know go to these prototype making companies and then you know that if you have to do that every time you have an idea very quickly you will run out of <laughs> all of your personal budget and then you know maybe maybe your fourth idea would have been an amazing idea but out of by the time you reached your third idea you don't have any more energy to do it anymore so you know 3d printing allows you to create prototypes which will not only very quickly you know let you hold it in your hand let you see how it works in 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 an actual real life physical space but also you could also kind of tell whether it will work in terms of the the structural support say for example it, you know it needs to even anything that you want to create has some sort of mechanical aspect to it you know even if you're not creating something you know just to support load or weight even if it's for a daily use you, you know for something completely different it's still you know throughout is you know during its usage it will still come across you know weights onto it and you need to actually make sure that can it support this weight you know i i might be creating a, a, a i don't know a, a designing a lamp which has nothing to do with weight but you know you need to still see that you know if if the lamp was you know placed in a certain place or the bulb you know the, uh, it, the high size of the bulb that will be fitted onto the lamp doesn't restrict another design you put around the lamp you know things like that all of these things can be easily tested by creating a 3d printed object and it will cost next to nothing compared to an actual prototype building and with that you could modify the design you know first time you design the prototype and then once you see it in real life you can you know identify so many other weaknesses or so many other ways to improve and you can do all of that so yeah i mean anyone who's doing product design 3d printer is a must you, you definitely should know about it and you know you, you, you should probably invest to to own one as well i mean um you know another thing to do it could be that um you can actually build a 3d printer on by yourself as well you can you can actually buy the individual components and it's actually quite a fun project to build one i i mean when i have some time i actually have this project in my mind that i'm gonna buy the, all the individual items and then build a 3d printer myself that way i can you know um you know make it a little bit bigger um you know the size that is suitable for the things i want to print so yeah i mean um you know a product design absolutely 3d 3d printing is is a must to know is a must to know um 
and you know just going through the life cycle a little bit as well I'm, I'm Amitya already mentioned you know all of these individual components you need for example the 3d design software you know one of the in one of our talks we you know dug deeper on on this topic but yeah autocad autodesk inventor katia solidworks these are some of the 3d design software which you know product designers or engineers would use to create the 3d object in 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 the computer so once you have the 3d object then you pass it on to you know you can export it as whichever you know file format you like and then you pass it on to the software which is the which is for which is dedicated for the 3d printing so that software will take in that 3d object slice it however the 3d printer understands it and then feed that information to the 3d printer and then um, you know the next step is that you have the material um, you know that's based on the 3d printer you own you, you might use plastic you might use some other sort of composite material but yeah you feed in the material and then you just wait and while the 3d printer prints the object and then you know you can do so many analysis on it you could do weight distribution you could even do crash analysis you know maybe you have built a like a design for the front of a car or a, a, you know some, some some sort of crash analysis and that is a lot of the times that is to do with the shape of the of the item rather than material and how one shape is safer than the other you can easily test that by creating um, you know printing these two different shapes and you know put it through crash test and then find out very easily and because both of them are m made with the same material you can take material out of the equation because it, it, you were only then testing the shape of the design you made that way you could be more um, objective about the design advances from you know of the product rather than the material advances so yeah, there, there. Yeah, these are some of the ways you could um, apply three um, D printing and and the and the life cycle or the process of it. Yes, yes. I think uh, I'm I'm quite actually interested in the uh, idea of building a three D printer yourself. So do you do you have a list of all the parts <laughs> of and how to source them? So it's actually. It's actually available on the internet. I have actually seen like a one hour YouTube video where this very enthusiastic guy actually built it from scratch and he, you know, uh, noted and showed every single step he took to create this 3D printer from scratch and the material that he ordered. So um, in, in UK, there is a, 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 a company called Radio Shack or I think they renamed it. Now. No, I think it's in US yeah yeah uh but in in there is a similar kind of um uh, shop i think they renamed it i can't remember the name but um yeah i mean you don't have to go to that particular shop i mean there are you know many places where you could buy these raw materials or the nuts and bolts and exactly what you need you know the 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 chain and the you know the belt and you know the the motors and all of the thing all of the individual components can be easily bought actually and it is it's going to be a lot cheaper to, to build your own as well just just the individual components if you buy them separately it's it's like 10 times cheaper um, and then you have the step-by-step -step guide uh, and not just you know and that's just the physical part and he, in that video he also actually showed the software part of it as well that how do you install a software how would it take the 3d product in you know the the the, the 3d design 
you know from the computer and how would it feed into the the printer etc so all of these things are actually covered in and that's not the only youtube video there are actually few youtube videos of building this 3d printer and there are other websites as well so yeah this is actually a very very fun project um i mean to be honest you know if if you know viewers and listeners if anyone is you know uh, uh, kind of a diy freak like us <laughs> definitely worth giving it a go and also it could also be a very fun project if you have like a um, you know, like a, a young uh, nephew or niece or your, your children, like maybe, you know, 10 to 12 years old and you want them to get into engineering or get into understanding how things work, etc. So you could, it, it could be a very fun project to do it together with them because it's actually easy enough for even, you know, uh, uh, young people to understand how the whole thing is working and they would help you and it would also you know um, make them interested in in doing something and once you build something you can also build it you know suitable to your needs like for example you know when you when you go to buy a 3d printer it will tell you the maximum size it will be able to print but maybe maybe you could and usually it's the cube shape like you know they would say oh the maximum object you can print is 30 centimeter by 30 centimeter by 30 centimeter but um, maybe you could you know maybe you don't you know maybe you, you you are restricted in space in terms of height or width but you have a, a work workspace or a table which is quite long so you could actually build a 3d printer which can do a very long piece of you know print a very long piece of thing so this this is you know um ideally suited for your need for example if you want to create a um you know star wars sword uh, i don't know the what lightsaber. they call it yeah. lightsaber yes sorry i can't believe i forgot the name <laughs> um you know if you want to print a lightsaber for example um you know you need a, a, a long you know you need the 3d printer to be able to you know ha cover a, a, the whole length of the lightsaber you want to build if you want it to as a one piece i mean you know you could build it as part by part and then assemble it but what's the fun in that i mean you know 3d printer is all about creating in one piece and you know the the the, the part which lights up you could make it with a material which you know is meshed so you can put an led light inside it so it actually lights up so for that you might actually want it to be or need it to be one piece and for that you could build a 3d printer which can do longer pieces rather than having a cube shaped maximum you know capacity you could have like a you know 30 centimeter width but one meter length and then you know so yeah it's a very fun project i would very much encourage the listeners and viewers to to do it and let us know send us your pictures and i i you know when i have some time i'm gonna i'm gonna try and do it myself as well so yeah we can all see who who did the best one yeah i think yeah, that that would be a very fun project and uh and i think the the main thing to understand for everyone is uh like in your printer so you have different sheets of paper and they come in different sizes a4 a3 a5 etc um, and uh, depending upon your printer, you may be able to print on some pages and you may not be able to print on some other pages. So mm -hmm. I think Rinath mentioned it correctly that you need to think about what's the maximum size that you want to print and then decide on buying your printer. 
don't just buy any printer and then think okay we are now limited because of uh, what we can build so think about okay if i want to build an object of this size how much space do i have how much what is the uh, the printing uh, printer size available that can manufacture this how much does it cost and then go buy it because it's very important don't buy a, a printer that uh, prints small objects so yeah yes yes then you're kind of stuck there so yeah absolutely i mean obviously you know if, if you know budget could be an issue so if if you know de depending on affordability obviously that, that that is one thing to consider but yeah i mean if you are if you do end up with with not as big a capacity you would like then you still can print things but you just have to print smaller parts of it and then attach it and so you have to do a bit more of legwork in designing how the assembly will attach itself to each other that kind of thing but yeah i mean um, definitely consider the maximum capacity before buying yes yes i think that's uh, quite important and uh, while uh, you were talking about the product design and other things i also thought of okay in our day-to-day -day use how we can use a 3d printer like i want to make a phone case i want to build a tripod i want to build a laptop stand i don't want to buy a laptop stand there are many things uh, in our house that we uh, don't want to spend too much money on uh, like a laptop stand, like a tripod, like a phone stand, things that, that you can buy very cheap on Amazon. But uh, it would be quite a good use if you can just uh, get the design from somewhere. And the, I think the best thing about the internet is today, um, it opens up the possibilities in a way that you could have never imagined. You don't even have to make the design. The designs are already available. Someone has actually yes. created a design put it on the internet for you to download and just print it so don't worry about okay what design software do i need how will i be able to open it how will i create what will i create there are designs available on the internet that you can just download and print it absolutely i mean yeah speaking of that i mean i've i've heard of a few um you know interesting uh, 3d printing uh, you know 3d printed objects i mean you know, literally just if you just Google interesting things to um, 3D print, you'll you'll see like so many cool and awesome things people have already printed and they've uploaded the 3D design. As, as you were saying, Amit, that you don't even have to do the 3D design. You don't even have to know AutoCAD or, um, you know, Autodesk Inventor or anything like that. You know, you can just download an already printed, um, already designed um, object and print it yourself. That's one thing, and, it, it, and then there are other things like in around the house. There are, you know, in any house, even though if it's the perfectly built house, there are corners which are, you know, which are one of a kind. Especially if you have an attic room, you know, at the very top floor, you know, the ceiling is is not 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 a standard one, and. Uh, and then there are other rooms where you know you have a different kind of corner or you put your furniture in a way that you know sometimes you know some of the some space is being wasted maybe a tiny bit of space but you could build so that's where the 3d printer could be really useful you could build a bespoke a, you know product you know a, a structure which will help you with exactly your house dimensions or your that 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 corner that you can't use i mean for example if you have in your kitchen if you have two cupboards next to each other but you know sometimes you have like a little bit of space in in between 
which no one can ever use and that's that's just being unused and you know so you could actually 3d print with that exact width of 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 that space and you know it will slide into that space and you could you know maybe create a spice rack in there or anything um so yeah i mean people have done i've, I've seen many examples where you know um people just created very small tiny things like you know something you know little things that you could hold it in your hand but it fits perfectly with one corner in the room which you know maybe your um table is is you know is a square table but the corner of your wall is not you know it, there is a bit of a um edge in it like or, or a chamfered uh, area in there so you could you could you know have a 3d printed little object which will fit into that space and make the table fit perfectly in, in in the place where you want to put it i mean the first thing you know you could try is just creating a a, a door stopper you know a, a, like a wedge which yeah yeah so yeah there are many things you could do and one of the things i've seen is um this guy um created a um you know plastic is the main most common material so out of plastic they, they 3d printed a like a like a toy ship um but it has a big hole in the middle um which is the size of an avocado seed so you know um and then he has an aquarium in in his house and then that toy ship um, um, has a has this this hole which is just slightly smaller than uh, than an avocado seed or avocado rock whatever you want to call the you know the the, the seed uh, and then um, he what he's going to do is he's going to put that ship on his aquarium so it floats around and in that um, hole that he created uh, he will put an avocado seed on it now i wasn't aware that avocado avocados grow on you know just water like that or maybe they do maybe they don't but you know um that seed would be or it could be a food for for the fishes in the aquarium i don't know the point is that's another innovative way of you know using 3d printer to do something that you just can't buy from anywhere so yeah i mean there are so many cool ways to use 3d printing it is amazing it is it is and uh, i think yeah it's so these are all the custom designs. I mean, there, there are standard designs, say a chair, a table, a glass, mm -hmm. a bottle. So those are standard designs, but custom design, like um, based on the size of the room, based on the uh, problem at hand, you can design something and then create an object which you cannot get from anywhere in the market because no one mm -hmm. actually makes those standard is uh, those custom designs, And this is just specific to your need. So that's again, the advantage, a custom design that just fits your needs. And, uh, while you were talking about uh, this uh, ship, I realized that I actually saw an article where a lady made a face mask because of COVID. Ah, and she used right, this, okay. she used a three D printer uh, printed strap. So the glass you can buy like an acrylic or something. You can buy it, mm -hmm. and then you need to have some uh, holes in it, which you can easily uh, punch it. But then the strap around to make it more comfortable and the joint in which the strap fits the acrylic that has to be designed so she designed the whole uh, small thing 
a very tiny thing and she put the design out uh, on the internet so anyone could print it and then make it and she told okay these are the list of uh, things that you need and using this 3d printed design uh, you can actually create your own face mask if you don't want to buy something and that was right like, okay. this is so cool <laughs> So well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, if, even if you are, you know, short of uh, innovative ideas, you could literally just go on the internet, see what other people are doing. And, you know, we were talking about the, about it the other day. A lot of ideas are actually com- permutation and combination of existing ideas. So yes. once yeah. you look at 10, thing, 10 cool things that other people have done, I'm sure you will also, you know, uh, think of another you know, your brain will just automatically come up with with another cool design after looking, you know, uh, looking all the existing cool design patterns. Yes. Um, and I think we have covered uh, quite a lot today on 3D printing. So is there anything else that you want to add, Renat? Um, no, no way. This was actually quite a fun talk. Um, yes. But yeah, I mean, I, I just want to reiterate to the listeners and viewers that, yeah, definitely look into it. Um, it would be a fun project for you to build it yourself. And if you can't be bothered with that, then uh, probably invest in one. Um, or you could, you, you might be able to, you know, uh, if you know that you're just going to use it this one time, you could actually, you know, send it to you know uh, uh, some 3d printing shops where they would print it and send it back to you you send the design so yeah definitely try it see how it you know how what kind of finishing you get etc um and yeah then try try printing things uh if you come up with you know really innovative designs um then you know you could even publish it in various product design uh, communities um, and if it is something really innovative, really useful, you, you have no idea how far you can go with it. I mean, one of the, I think, I think one of the, one of our previous talks, we talked about, um, you know, we were talking about renewable energy of, of, or, or, or something. And then I was urging you guys to come up with design to, um, you know, how to harvest, you know, for example, wind turbine is, is a design, you know, then there are like ways to, uh, generate renewable energy from sea waves, etc. So. You know, you might come up with a design which will harvest, you know, natural sources of energy and, you know, 3D print it. And, you know, then you could prove that it works and then you can you can get to the next stage and, you know, then go to go to Dragon's Den to get your funding. Or, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely this this is a big milestone for any innovative uh, listeners and viewers out there to get your ideas into a physical reality and then you know uh, go go forward from there so yeah yes Renata, i think you summarized it really well um, i think it's uh, for the innovators the creatives who want who have a design in their head and want to build something um, this is a great tool and i think um, one of the reasons we chose this topic to talk about is because a lot of us are now stuck at home because of covid during lockdown and we want to maybe work on some uh, some projects but we are not able to do that we don't have the right tool or uh, right things and we are now trying to explore topics uh, like 3d printing and last week we talked about um, um, internet of things so these are things that uh, you have easy access to now and you can do something at home so 3d printing um, it might sound a very big term 
but it's actually now quite reachable to consumers it's not just the industries or the big manufacturers who have access to this technology even consumers like us have access to this technology you just have to invest a little bit of money and then we can create very interesting designs and during this lockdown who knows you might actually come up with a, a design that uh, might end up uh, winning so much funding that it becomes huge and you end up selling a lot of it so yeah i would urge everyone who's uh, listening to this talk or who's watching this video if not um, bite outright but explore and think about okay what are the possibilities and can i actually leverage from this technology so yeah very well said amit yeah absolutely agree with that so um, yeah, yeah that's uh, that's that's about it uh, thank you very much guys for uh, for listening and uh, as always definitely uh, remember to subscribe and uh, like if you enjoyed the video and um, um, again um, you know if you'd like us to cover any particular topic or if you have any questions that you'd like uh, us to answer or maybe you're an expert in a particular topic do reach out to us our contact details are um, you know in in the youtube video as well as in the podcast um, uh, link so yeah definitely reach out to us uh, any feedback is greatly appreciated uh, hopefully we'll see you guys again next week and uh, and uh, we'll we'll talk about another interesting topic yes thank absolutely. you very much guys thank you so much Bye. Thank you. Bye.